0: Welcome to the Professional Plumber Podcast. We hope that these podcasts will bring some insight into who we are and what we do. So, while in conversation with the PIRB, sit back, enjoy, and make sure to connect with the PIRB on Facebook or at pirb.co.za for more.
1: Hey, welcome to our audience, which means our viewers and our listeners. Uh, My name is Willem Klopper, I'll be your host in this episode and this is going to be a lack of technical discussion yet again with our technical guru Mr. Richard Bailey and today's subject or topic of discussion is uh, this will be a sort of the first in a series of safety tips that we will have for the consumers out there. And although it forms part of our normal technical discussion episodes, uh, we will have a series in which we will discuss various items for the consumers to watch out for that may pose a risk to them. And in this specific sort of safety tip series, we're going to discuss sanity wear and specifically loose fixtures and the dangers and the risks that those pose. Richard, thanks a stack for joining me and a warm welcome to you as well.
2: Thanks, Willem. Yeah, as you said, you know, this is... a uh we thought we'd put together a little mini series within a series, um, and uh, you know, of 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 just short and sweet safety tips uh, for the consumer. And hopefully, it's stuff that the consumer doesn't usually think of. I mean, I can see that uh, I'm running into a you know a big open manhole or something. That's um that's visible, but there's often stuff that. Uh, you know you don't think of as the consumer because you don't quite recognize what it is that you're dealing with so hopefully in the series we'll unpack a lot of stuff that um, that is helpful to, to the average consumer out there in terms of identifying and recognizing that there are there, there are some significant dangers that uh, that you can easily identify have a look for notice and then over you know, so uh, um, avoid you know
1: Richard, so um, th- the thing is that plumbers are professionals. They know what to look out for. They're the experts in their trade, in the plumbing trade. They would know if there is something that, that isn't quite right and that could possibly pose a risk either to the safety or the health of a consumer. Yeah. And the mm-hmm. fact is that, you know, although we have a huge plumbing audience who are plumbers themselves, plumbing installers, professional qualified people watching and listening to this podcast vodcast there are also consumers watching it and and listening to it and and you know they yes we are talking to the plumbers but we are also talking to the consumers and it is always good to have a you know a, a qualified technical person to let the consumers know what to look out for and and what could possibly you know set them at danger we use the word danger very loosely but you know pose a risk to them
2: yeah no no you, you can use the word danger quite easily but there's a lot of a lot of things that poses a danger in plumbing uh, to the consumer a lot of stuff
1: yeah. all Right, richard uh, just before we get into the final details and to all of those things that you mentioned we're going to go for a quick ad break at advanced valves respect and integrity are our core values This means our products have been manufactured with the proud plumber in mind. The one who does not compromise on quality. The proud plumber who saves his customers money and time. You, who values the importance of using SAB's approved products. Visit your nearest plumbing store to purchase SA's preferred valve brand. Advanced Valves, your trusted leader in building your reputation. Also available on App Plumber.
0: Don't forget to download the all-new and improved App Plumber from the Google Play Store. All your plumbing solutions are just a click away, exclusively for Android users.
1: Welcome back. We are continuing uh, this technical discussion. And inside of this technical discussion, which is the first of a series of safety tips to our consumers, we are specifically discussing uh, sanitary wear Loose fixtures of sanitary wear and the risks and the dangers associated with those. Richard, to kick things off and to go straight forward right into the topic, loose sanitary wear fixtures, what can you tell us about that?
2: Yeah, it's actually, it sounds like a, it sounds like a, as you said, a straightforward topic, but it's, and it might sound silly to have a discussion about it, but loose sanitary wear fixtures, these things are designed to be tightened They're designed to sit in place, Um, and when they start to come loose, all types of things happen. And the first thing you need to kind of recognize is that you've got at least one water supply pipe and at least one waste pipe, which is attached to the sanitary and one or more of those may be rigid in nature. So when you start putting stress on rigid pipes, they uh, well, I'm needing to explain it to you. You are stressing stuff, mm. and if your sanitary wear is loose, and you're placing stress on pipes, all kinds of funny things start to happen. And um, and we'll you know we'll we'll get into that. But but just know that a, sandwich, a piece or a sanitary fixture, as we call it, is designed. Ninety-nine point nine percent of them are designed to be fixed in nature, and not movable so if, you, if the thing's wobbling around there's an
1: issue you also mentioned that fluids flow through these through these three pipes, yep. the three different pipes or at least three different pipes that that uh, is attached at to it that means two, that yeah. that there's water, but that's also waste fluid yeah,
2: absolutely
1: so that steers sort of directly into my next question, which would be uh, just to elaborate a little bit more on on what what things what risks are there, what dangers are there mm. What what could result from loose sanitary wear?
2: So there's 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 lots of stuff, and I've got a little bit of a sort of a, a list which I'm going to go through. But let me start off by really trying to scare the living daylights out of you. Have you ever come across a broken basin or a broken piece of porcelain? Mm. Have you ever seen how that stuff breaks? It breaks into absolutely lethal. Uh, shards and points and daggers Uh, I've got a scar to testify to that matter I almost bled out from a a broken toilet and if you're going to go and place your entire body weight on a porcelain toilet that is cracked now think of that just a little bit and when I say think of it I'm talking about you being lacerated very badly, if not fatally, from a toilet that can that is that is weakened. And if you see a cracked toilet, for example, that is a terribly, terribly dangerous situation. Don't even use it. Have it replaced. The what same about goes the for system that, that, of the toilet that's not against the wall? Sorry, carry on.
1: I wanted to say the same goes for the the, the actual toilet seat itself. Because that easily can break as well, and it can, you know, it may be plastic in some instances. But if that breaks, yeah. it's also still sharp. I actually personally know somebody who has a has had a deep laceration, a deep cut from a broken toilet yeah. seat, and that wasn't just a, that wasn't even the porcelain part, which is as sharp as glass. That was just the plastic of yeah. the
2: seat. And 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 think of pinching, <laughs> because that's not a nice <laughs> thought either. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah. so. And I mean, a cistern at the back of a toilet. Many many toilets these days are, are, are built into the walls, but you, many are, have got cisterns, and these cisterns are designed to be supported by the wall at the back. And often the, the installation is such that the cistern is slightly removed from the wall, and now you've got a gap. And so now the cistern rocks back and forth. That places a hell of a lot of strain on the fixations underneath, on the path of the whatever, however the water gets to the toilet, there's various paths but also the system is also uh, placed porcelain. So now you're placing straight. So loose systems, cracked toilets. Um, If that pot, the toilet pot itself is loose on the floor, remember that, and that happens often, remember that the sewer pipe going out from that pot is going into a rigid sewer pipe. So that connection works itself loose, causes leaks, which is not safe, it's sewage, and furthermore, it could cause damage to whatever surrounding Maybe a covered. Maybe it's a wooden floor, and it smells, okay? What it's about basins? basins? It's unhealthy. Unhealthy, and I mean, it's not healthy. What about basins, uh, basins that are loose? We spoke about at least cold water. In most cases, it's, for basins, it's gonna be hot and cold. So two pipes coming in, one pipe going out, These start to come loose. These start to form slight leaks and drips. Basins that are in a cupboard which is made of timber, chipboard, it starts to swell. Mold starts to uh, occur. You've got all kinds of toiletries and supplies that you keep inside your basin cabinet which now are infected with mold. And mold is not a joke. So when you've got a constant wet thing, it's going to create mold. And vellum. Sometimes that mold is invisible mm. because it's between let's say the back of the basin and the wall and the wall but the spores still get to you yeah so it's a there's a multitude of things that we can discuss uh, for, for slightly damaged slightly leaking plumbing.
1: We did also say that basins can actually fall they can crack absolutely those kind of things just because of that, you, you, said, you mentioned the strain that those water pipes that connect to it, whether that be cold or hot water for that matter, loose taps, loose pipes, the strain that it puts on that porcelain or that plastic, it can crack. It can crack and it. it can also yes. cut because we have porcelain basins. Um, they can mm-hmm. actually, because of the, the vibrations caused by loose pipes or, or whatever the case may be, they can actually fall off,
2: break. Okay. And you can, you, can, you can get seriously cut from a, from any porcelain, including a basin. Um, if that thing falls while you're leaning on it, for example, it gives way or it decides to just break there and then. Uh, as a plumber, most of us, uh, if you were to ask many of us as practicing plumbers, we will pretty much all of us tell you that we've been properly cut with, by porcelain. M- myself, I was not only properly cut by it, but I almost died from it. And that's that's no joke. And it just it cut me under my armpit and it missed, it missed my main artery. But, and so I know porcelain and I know the dangers and everybody's got some of it in their house. Uh, so look out for cracks, look out for looseness. It's really worth taking a precaution, precaution rather than having to pay the price later.
1: Talking about stuff that breaks and, and basins that break, uh, we need to head on to an ad break and we'll see you right after this.
0: Introducing the Plumbing Industry Registration Board Company Registration Portal. Now you can register your company to have access to more benefits, including purchasing and allocating certificates of compliance to your PRB registered employees. Visit www.pirb.co.za to find out more information. Are you a tradesperson or a trading company that is looking for a platform to market your services? Let Articulated speed up the process for you. You can use our podcast to sell your services. Email us for a quote at organizer at articulated.co.za. You can also visit our website at www.articulated.co.za.
1: Welcome back. We're still uh, in our conversation or in this lack of Technical episode. And we're having a, one of our first uh, in, a, in a series of safety tip episodes, that we give safety tips to the consumer. We are discussing sanitary wear, especially loose fittings and the dangers and the risks associated with that. Uh, We were mentioning just before the ad break some examples of, uh, you know, the effects and the dangers that can have or can be caused and resulted by loose sanitary wear. Uh, Richard, just before the ad break, we spoke about uh, basins and the effect that loose sanitary wear can have on basins. What other examples can you give us?
2: Okay, so we, we we spoke about very small water leaks and and water that that finds its way into positions that just create damp and then create mold. Now, what about showers? We're all familiar with the moldy showers in and outside. So, so anything that that is not a hundred percent spot on from a waterproofing situation of a shower also you know it's not just an inconvenience mold is a danger Mm. um and if even if you know you feel uh, well i'm not too worried about it you should be worried about it because there are other people in that home or in that space that are susceptible to it etc so it is a real problem let's talk about shower doors Mm. when else have you seen a shower door that has been installed that is an opening door if i'm in the shower cubicle now and that door opens towards me Do you know that that's not allowed? Do you know why it is not allowed?
1: If it opens towards you into the shower. Towards
2: me. Yeah, towards me like this. Because if I'm an infirm person uh, or a toddler or anybody susceptible to any, well, even myself, and I'm in that shower and I have a stroke and I collapse against that door, how does somebody get me out? Of that shower, so think about little details like that. A shower door has to be opened up, out, outwards. Okay, what happens if I fall against a shower door and it's not the proper um, uh, pre-stressed glass that it's supposed to be, and it's normal glass? Think about the lacerations, which you know could in, could ensue. I know that's not common because if it's going to be a shower door, it will be proper glass. But sometimes, guys put. Um, you know, glass bricks and so on against and then they don't maintain the thing and that thing breaks and you're in big trouble if if, if, that, if that is loose and, it, and it, it comes loose or it falls or whatever the case may be. And then shower roses. I know that it's, uh, it's, uh, 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 it's something you will see and notice and everything. But once again, if there are leaks at places where they're not supposed to be leaks, for example, where the rose connector or the arm goes into the wall, Or where the rose connects to the arm and there's water that runs behind the tiles let's say it's going to affect that entire wall again we talk about mold we talk about damage to the property so the point i'm trying to make is that even seemingly insignificant leaks or 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 looseness or stuff that shouldn't quite doesn't quite look right often has knock-on effects that you don't, as a layperson, necessarily recognize straight away. It it, it is something that could have bigger uh, consequences than you realize. Even something like kitchen sinks, you know, in the kitchen environment, you talk about lots of types of fats and detergents and everything. And if you haven't got that surround around the sink properly sealed, every wash of the dish, you know, you're going to have some seepage in there, and you're going to have some resultant damage uh, over time. So, anything that's loose villum, really have it seen to, Um, and, um, and, and just bear in mind, let me put it this way, that if something doesn't look right, for example, if you walk past a cupboard, and there's a bit of wood that is swollen or, or there's a bit of a smell there's a bit of a discoloration that's not how it's intended to be absolutely it's caused by something and so something should be rectified there
1: richard i just want to get back to uh you know we mentioned a couple of examples we mentioned the shower doors and the shower door it's not supposed to open to the inside of the shower and yeah. you mentioned that what if somebody gets a stroke and they fall against a door can't get them out but in one of our or couple of our technical podcasts before, we discussed uh, scalding, that what if there's unbalanced yeah. water and all of a the sudden there's a stream of almost boiling hot water coming out of that shower and you desperately need to exit that shower with a tremendous speed to get out of that scalding hot water. If that door closes yeah. towards the inside or opens towards the inside, how do you get out of that hot water? That's another risk. I, I wasn't even thinking about that until you mentioned it. Yeah,
2: and and um, I came across a site the other day, brand new, absolutely gorgeous ablution block that was done for a for a company. Absolutely no no expense spared, top rate fittings, just a beautiful job. Except all the showers opened in, and I asked that question. I said, uh, and um, you know, and I pointed it out. And you should have seen the when the penny dropped. Uh, It was quite, oh, okay. Mm. So, yeah, it's not something you would usually think about.
1: The fact is, yeah, consumers are not the experts. We don't know. What are are the solutions, Richard? Besides for, for podcasts and vodcasts like these where we actually inform people about the risks, but what are the solutions?
2: Well, first and foremost, get qualified personnel to do it. Get qualified people uh we 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 can hop on this for days and hours and whatever but the 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 trade that we are talking about is a protected trade in south africa uh you it the the require the law legal requirement is that only qualified plumbers may work on uh plumbing and so make that the first step all right don't get um uh auntie margaret's cousin's nephew to come in it doesn't work Yes, it saves money and time, in the, in the, in yeah. probably in the short run. But in the long run, it really does cost more. And we're not just saying this, Willem, uh, like a rhetoric you know, over and over that you hear a million times. It, we're not saying it just to try and uh, garner all that money for ourselves. That's not the case. The, what we're talking about here is a, a trade that, if it's not done properly, is dangerous. And this is the key. We are not trying to protect our pockets, we are trying to protect you, the consumer. Okay. And that's that's what you need to realise. So get qualified people, pay the money. Don't go and say, Oh, neighborhood Facebook group, who can recommend the cheapest plumber? Because that's not gonna work for you <laughs> they are,
1: they, they are plumbers. There are plumbers on the yeah. street corners. There are plumbers on the street corners who claim to be plumbers. When, when, now, there's
2: many there's many consumers out there now rolling their eyes val uh, I, I can I can picture it uh, and, and and six of them will be from my own family trust me people <laughs> so but, but but in all seriousness we as, as a profession we need to act professional and we need to be treated as professional and then uh, other tips like for example you know how often i come across uh installations where the decision making was clearly an aesthetical decision, and very little or no thought was given to the actual functionality of the, of the installation. I'll give you an example. You walk into a nice plumbing showroom, and you see in this beautifully laid-out showroom what we call a slipper bath, a freestanding bath with a claw, feet, ball and claw feet, and it looks beautiful and it's got these lovely taps and everything. And you say to yourself, Oh wow, and you picture because Media has shown you where these slipper baths exist in front of a window with wildebeest ro- roaming the plains in front of you, and you've got this picture and this romantic picture in your head. But you've just got a normal bathroom like I've got without insufficient space to put the slipper bath because it's a bath that is required to stand in the middle of a space and you'll be able to walk right around it with ease. That's its intent. Now, you want a slipper bath because you want it to be cool. But you can only put it against the wall and let me tell you you've got endless problems with accessibility to the thing it's going to look terrible number one you cannot seal the 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 joint between the bath and the wall and it's not supposed to be sealed but how are you ever going to get there to clean up that mess and more? it's a nightmare so instead of thinking about aesthetics only speak to your professional plumber and ask him how is this actually going to work Think about types of taps that you sometimes see, and, and, and again, you know, you, you see these wonderful things, but then it doesn't fit into the particular basin that you've got, for example, and it doesn't work. It, it, it cannot function the way it's meant to be functioning. You cannot maintain it. There's no space. Just think about the functionality. So in a nutshell, I'm saying functionality over aesthetics, that is a key. Because very often the plumber is blamed for a shoddy installation, but he's being asked to install a square into a round hole to look and pretty. then it becomes my fault, yeah. <laughs> it's not, and it's not. <laughs> okay, so, so Richard, that, yeah.
1: just before we continue, let's head on to yet another ad break.
0: Plumber training has never been easier with articulated plumber courses. Enroll now to upskill yourself at your own pace and earn CPD points. Our informative and easy-to-follow courses can be found on iopsitraining.co.za. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Articulated Plumber.
1: This year various role players in the plumbing industry will gather once more for an ultimate boxing showdown And it's all in the name of charity
0: Yes, the plumbing industry is gearing up for this year's Champions for Charity boxing match
1: This white collar boxing event will ultimately see various average Joes step into the ring and give boxing a bash
0: If you want to find out more about sponsorships or want to get involved Please email c4c at pirb.co.za for more
1: Welcome back to this lack of technical discussion in which we are doing a first of a safety tip series to our customers discussing sanitary wear, especially loose fittings and the dangers and the risks associated with that. Just before we went into the ad break, we discussed some of the solutions, the possible solutions to uh, these loose fittings and the, and the risks and the dangers of that. Uh, Richard, we were talking about the functionality and uh, we, we're talk- talking about uh, focus on functionality uh, rather than aesthetic looks and appearance. Uh, what what other solutions can we look at?
2: Yeah, so don't skimp on the fittings on what you are putting in there. Um, there is a a real tangible difference between cheap taps, basins, baths, toilets, and I'm not gonna say expensive because it's correctly priced stuff, but um, uh, the more expensive stuff than the cheap stuff is there's a very marked difference in quality. It's like anything, it's going to last longer, it's going to work better, and it will leak less and so on. So whatever your budget is, maximize it. Buy the expensive stuff and not necessarily fancy, it just needs to be functional, but the best you can afford. The best you can afford. Don't be tricked or or don't let your mind trick you and just say, gosh, I could save in my new build, I could save 10 grand. If I just go from here to here, I could save 10 grand overall. You're going to spend that 10 grand in maintenance in the first two years. Trust me. So whatever your budget is, maximize it. High quality workmanship is the other thing so your fittings that you buy as high a quality as you can afford and the workmanship must be high quality as well in other words get proper qualified plumbers get guys that know what they're doing who've got a track record that are not going to run away that are going to issue you the correct certificates after the situation and that you know when you pick up the phone in six months they're going to say okay we'll see you there tomorrow we sort it out Those are the guys that leave you with peace of mind that you don't, you know, you're not left in the lurch six months or even six, well, two years after the fact. If you put in proper stuff, buy proper people, you should be golden.
1: Richard, talking about having the uh, properly qualified people, the experts, properly qualified plumbers to come and uh, do the work for you. But what about regular maintenance? That's also, that, that should also be done by properly qualified people.
2: Yeah, because like anything, you need to understand how the product works, how the installation works, what is behind the walls, what is invisible, what shouldn't uh, be attempted by a layperson and why. So, yes, I know that you could probably change a tap washer in a normal tap quite easily, but there's a lot of most maintenance. You should well all maintenance really should be only done by a qualified plumber. And that's key as well. You know, you you, you have wonderful installations and top notch materials and everything that are installed badly. And you can maintain that as much as you like, it's never going to come right. But then on the others on the other end of the scale, things do tend to work themselves loose. Little tightening screws come loose, a little bit of water gets in there, it starts to wreak some havoc and rust. If it's not maintained on a regular basis, you're going to get these issues cropping up. So I would definitely say regular maintenance is is one of the keys as well.
1: Yeah, Richard, once again, um, this has been an awesome discussion. The fact is that we, the consumers, I am a consumer, I'm not a plumber, um, we we don't know all of these things. We don't know what to look for. We don't know the risks associated with some things like we may take it for granted that a tap, you know, is loose and a basin, but we don't understand that it can actually cause damage to the basin, cause it to crack, the crack in the basin because it is sharp edged, it can cut us, it can cause lacerations and those kind of things. Uh, so it's always nice to have these valuable conversations, these valuable technical conversations with the customers, with the consumers. So thanks to Stack again for joining me in this episode and for the valuable information that you've shared.
2: Only a pleasure, Any Anytime. See you next time.
1: See you next time as well as to our audience. We'll chat to you and see you again next time. Just before wrapping up this conversation, have a listen to this. We'd like to encourage our audience to follow Articulate It Plumber on Instagram and Facebook to learn more about any exciting and interesting news that we may have. Our handle on both Instagram and Facebook is Articulate It Plumber.
0: Thanks for having tuned in. Make sure to read more about the PIRB on our website at pirb.co.za and on our social media channels like Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.